2: To succeed at the races, you need an advantage. That edge is brisnet.com. Racing's number one website has the value-added information not available anywhere else. Trainer and jockey stats, detailed pedigree data, exclusive brisk pace, speed, and class ratings, free membership, free handicapping software, race entries and results, handicapper selections, and so much more. For a true picture of how the race will be run, discover brisnet.com. The official dinosaurs of the Kentucky Derby.
3: Well, Cairo Prince is the leading third crop sire by stakes winners and graded stakes winners. He has uh, 20 stakes horses, nine stakes winners, all from his first two crops, and his current yearlings are strong strongest yet. Most recent stakes winners are Kariba, winner of the $200,000 Crest Stakes at Saratoga, and Dean Martini, winner of the Grade 3 Ohio Derby. Uh, he's a multiple graded stakes winner by Pioneer the Now. Creative Cause, <coughs> current yearlings are also his best crop to date. He has sired 14 stakes winners, a grade 1 winner, and millionaires. 29, he has sired 14 stakes winners, a grade 1 winner, and a millionaire. 29 stakes horses. Creative Cause is a grade 1 winner by John's Causeway. Included sired 11 grade 1 winners, 30 to win a place in grade 1 stakes. And they earners of ninety million dollars. Summerfront is side high class winners at the five of them at the current racing Saratoga meet, including Speak to Me of Summer, winner of the grade two Lake Placid. He has four stakes winners, three graded, two more to place in stakes, one graded in his first crop of three-year-olds. Summerfront is a multiple graded stakes winner by Warfront. The first by Upstart are two-year-olds, and he's the side of investment risk. Who gains rising star status in his first start on August 1 at Saratoga after winning first time out by seven and three quarter lengths? Lady Goldheart, a maiden special winner in her first start at Ellis Park on August 15th. Baytown Bear won a maiden special at Indiana Grand by nine and three quarter lengths. He's headed to stakes. And Uptown in three starts has been second in two stakes. Pinnacles like note take note that Upstart's two-year-olds have sold for up to $600,000 this year. Upstart is a multiple-graded stakes winner of over $1.7 million by Flatter. Watch for his sales yearlings by the Airdrie Stallions, and for more information, call Cormac at 859-873-7270, and the website is AirdrieStud.com.
4: capital of the world. It's horse tales with Ursel Ellis. And down they come. We'll talk about the horses, the people, and the history of the thoroughbred industry. Oh, hold away, hold away. and it's
5: Secretary of the Quincy, two and a half lengths.
4: Now live from Kentucky's bluegrass region. Here's Ursel. Well, good morning, and a fumbling
3: start this morning. I get a fine for dropping my microphone. Ten dollar fine. <laughs> Who gets
6: the money?
3: Well, we don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure that one out. Anyway, we are here still in Bourbon County, and we'll be here for one more week, I think, and we go to, yeah, I think we do one more show here and then at home in Bourbon County, and then we're going to do a derby show from old friends, and then we've it's back to the training center. Yeah, how about that? The old Thurber Training Center. All right. Yeah, that means we have to get up a little bit earlier uh, uh,
6: yeah <laughs> oh, that's just fine before we get started can i get i want to send a thanks out all right between uh old friends and this radio show i made a friend terry alger she's from fort worth texas and she listens on iheart radio to the radio show And I was out at Old Friends one day, and Michael came up and said, there's this lady, wants to meet you. She listens to the show, and I met Terry. She's a dear. What she does, uh, she's retired, and what she does is when they have animal rescues, like at different shelters, I think this is how it works because I've just seen it on Facebook. She'll drive a couple hundred miles with a with a dog or whatever it is, and then somebody else picks it up and takes it on. They have a big network to rehome animals, which is wonderful. Well, at the same time, Mary Jane Taylor, who's here and helps us with Betsy, put up on Facebook that Betsy loves Elton John. And if anybody <clears throat> got any old Elton John stuff, we we'd like to have it, we'll buy it or whatever. So we got a couple of responses. One of them was from Terry. Well, Terry, it got to be more stuff than fit in an envelope, and she sent Betsy a box of fun stuff. There's a bee in there that's fuzzy for Betsy and all kind of stuff. And I just think that's about as nice as it gets. So I just wanted to thank her. Thank you, thank you. Betsy loved the box, Camus.
3: Oh, that's nice.
6: Yeah, she's very nice. She better stop here. The next time she goes through, she better stop here because uh, we owe her a chicken dinner or
3: something. <laughs> <laughs> but she really is. She really is a super person. All right. All right. Well, what are we doing today? Uh, I guess Michael will be here pretty soon. You know how Michael is. He's always late. But he's around. Dr. Brian Walridge will be doing his uh, vet segment, and uh, which is pretty popular. Believe it or not, you know. I mean, that's. What do you a-
6: mean, believe it or not? I think it's great.
3: Well, he's uh, he talks over my head a lot, but that's okay. Who doesn't? Nice. And, and <laughs> uh, then we're going to have Steve Moody on. They're doing. Um, uh, what are they running at uh, Saratoga today? It does a Saratoga handicap procedure. Four-star Dave Sticks, I believe it is, for three-year-olds. and uh, up going a mile on the turf. Might be just for three-year-olds. I'll have to check that out. We've got Jackie's announcements. We're going to do a little history on a couple of past winners of the Del Mar Oaks. There have been some really interesting horses win that Del Mar Oaks. And we, we're we going to do a little history on that, go. Uh, the stakes races today. Of course, the big one is the um, uh, five hundred thousand dollar Pacific Classic. Goes off at nine thirty tonight. Uh, gee whiz! I don't know if I'd stay up that late <laughs> or not. I may have to <laughs> skip your shower. Huh?
6: <laughs> you may have to skip a shower. You may have to, yeah.
3: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and of course, then uh, Maximum Security's in there. And he's an even money favorite, and justifiably so, I would think. But uh, there's some nice colts in there. Midcourt has got the rail. He's a uh, seven to two. Higher power is in the two slot he, and he is three to one. Uh, then uh, Minikay, an Argentine bread, I guess that's the way you pronounce it. Let me look at it. Minikay, okay. Then Dark Vader. And then maximum security in the five hole, and on the outside is sharp samurai. That's the son of first samurai. Stands over at Claiborne Farm. The four-star Dave we were talking about. It's got a field of nine, and the morning line favorite in there is uh, is who? Um, a raging bull who's on the um, on the rail French bred horse, and he's five to two. That's one of those Chad Brown horses that's. Uh, you know, his horses go off short odds anyway. Yeah. Especially, you know, in these big stakes. Then Castle Creed by Jimmy Creed. Jimmy stands over at um, Spent Farm. Then an Irish bread, a minus. Uh, Got Stormy is in, uh, that's at Philly. Boy, she's a, uh, by Get Stormy. She is a fun, fast Philly. And uh, gee whiz, put her in pretty heavy. Against the boys all the time. Then Hallidale about uh, Warfront, is in there. Of course, Warfront over at Cleveland. Then Uni, is folding Great Britain. A valid point uh, is in there. Then without parole, he was in Great Britain. That's a half-brother to Tamakus over at Sadwell Farm without parole. And, of course, he's won grade one stakes. Uh, and, and then on the outside is a wonderfully named horse named Chewing Gum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Funny. out of a mare named Spitzalot.
6: Oh, mm-hmm. nasty. Oh, Carrie, you made that up.
3: <laughs> no, it's by Candy Ride. Oh. <laughs> oh, I knew she'd wills. bite off that. <laughs> <She> <laughs> uh, then they're running to Delmar Oaks. That goes off at 9. And uh, let's see who's the favorite in there. Laura's Light, way out in the tin hole. There's 11 horses going... Laura's Light is three to one. It's a pretty competitive kind of race. Uh, Carpe Vanum, California Cook, Miss Extra, French bread, Warren Showtime, Aqua Sea Form Shame, Trickle Inn, that's a Temple City. Temple City stands over at Spendthrift. Then an Irish bread named Red Lark, a French bread named Nige Blanche, uh, Parkour, then Laura's Light and Guddy, two and three. Out there, and let's see. Did I give you the Del Mar handicap? Favorites on a rail, United, 8 to 5. That's a Giants Causeway. Those things, he's been dead, about two years now? I, yeah, I of so. He's still right up there on the sire list. Another mystery's in the two-slot. That's another Temple City. Underrated sire over at Spent Farm. Uh, big Buzz, Warden Jerry, uh, Proud Pedro. That's a French bread. Red King, New Year, Oscar, Dominguez, an Irish bread. originaire, uh, another Irish bred and North Country guy on the outside. Then they're running the Island today at Monmouth Park. It's a grade three, $200,000 for three O's and up, going a mile and a 16th. And the eight to five favorite in there, morning line favorite, is Warrior's Charge in a two-slot. Warrior's Charge is by Munning, stands over at... Uh, Ashford Stud. Then we have uh, Bell Harbor, uh, First Samurai on the rail. In the three slot, it's uh, Pirate's Punch. Then Wait For It, Just Whistle. That's a pretty good name, isn't it? Just Whistle. And Mind Control. They're running the Green Flash. Reminds you of a comic strip, doesn't it? The Green Flash Stakes. Yes. uh, At Del Mar Saturday, which is today. It's a grade 300,000, three and up. Going five furlongs on the turf. Uh, Sparky Veal is the five to two morning line favorite on the rail. Into Heat Wave, Baha Sur. Uh, Toro say by Golden Sense, another Spendthrift Stallion. Um, Misut, M-E-S-U-T, I guess it is, no Giaponte. Thanks, Mr. Edison. Uh, Chaos Theory and uh, Mike's Tisnow. Round out the field. Then the Tory Pines uh, today at Del Mar, lot kinds of racing out there, and they're all coming on late. This is earliest I think it's six thirty. No, the green flashes at six. Uh, Paige Ann on the rail, Secret Keeper, Harvest Moon, uh, Secret Keeper by inner mischief, uh, Harvest Moon's an Uncle Mole, and is the morning line favorite at two to one. She's a girly. Girl, uh, Aurelia Garland, Provocation, and uh, Mernith for American Feroes on the outside. Provocation is another in the mischief. He's got two in there. Tomorrow it's the Diana, grade one, Call Me, Love, Secret Message, Rushing Fall, uh, Starship Jubilee, and Sister Charlie, and on the outside, Mean Mary. I wonder who that was named after. Uh, then the Delmar Handicap. Delmar, it's a grade two for three O's and up going a mile on the grass. Big feel, for, especially for Delmar. Got 11 horses well, I going. I
6: was in.
3: looking yeah. at that. That's amazing. Yeah. The French breads on the Rail, the Black Album. Then Bombard by Warfront. Uh, Galilean by Uncle Mo. Mo Forcer another Uncle Mo. Dreams of Valor. Sharp Samurai by First Samurai. Royal Ship. Restrained let me look at this. It's all run together. Restrain, Vengeance, okay. Um, overdue, Kiwi's Dream, and Australian Bread. Don't see many of them over here. And Bob and Jackie. So that's all that. That's, those are the stakes that are supposed to be run.
6: Off to the side, can I ask you a question?
3: Uh, are you coming? Uh, what? Okay, I, I don't hear you very well. but.
6: Oh, gee, that's a shame. Anyway. <laughs> I was wondering, it used to be that it was really hard to ship horses from the East Coast to the West Coast and back to the East Coast, whatever, because it took forever. During the war, World War II, couldn't ship horses anywhere because nobody did anything but the war stuff. When did it become more ordinary for West Coast, East Coast horses to go to the West Coast? Are all the old... Uh, Stakes that were won on the West Coast, were they West Coast-based mostly years ago? Cause now no, they would
3: get them there. They, you know, they, the first one was, uh, the first $100,000 race was... Uh-
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
7: chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms
0: and conditions, 18 plus.
7: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
3: The Handicap, I think that was in 1934 yeah. uh, is the first one. And uh, of course they shipped Equipores out there, they shipped 20 grand out there. Uh, a lot of horses shipped out there. Well, Morning, see, Michael.
6: Did they women? Did they go by train? Uh,
3: I would assume that they did.
6: Yeah, because nineteen
3: didn't, back then, you know, I mean,
6: didn't Dixie Anna have a train car?
3: Yeah, Dixie Anna had one. They used to keep it at off of uh, 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 South Broadway out there. I mean, was, so when
6: they wanted to ship or somebody wanted to ship to the West Coast in those days, they took a train. I just think that's interesting because when I was young and growing up. There was a lot of competition between West Coast and East Coast horses. Who was the best? You know, and they didn't seem to me like they didn't race each other all that much. That's just, I think that's kind of an interesting. Well. See, Biscuit I, I, I'm Jimmy's, not going to
3: say how long ago that you were growing up.
6: Good thing. <laughs> and I'm still fighting it. I still <laughs> want lunch.
3: Yeah, that's
5: right. <laughs> <laughs> Those trains must have been fun.
6: Oh, I love trains. You know, I think that would be great.
5: I remember uh, Alfred Knuckles telling me stories about uh, when uh, when racing stopped in New York. You know, they used to send all the horses from Kentucky up to New York because there were no sales in Kentucky. All right. And then when uh, when they stopped horse racing in New York, they decided, hey, wait a minute, let's have one here. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the everything opened up for the sales here. But for a while, I guess those train rides were unbelievable because yeah. all the farms and all the horses all getting on the train and going to Saratoga. Yeah.
3: I that, know at that time, yeah. of course, uh, Mirworth was one of the major consigners, you know, and they would lead their yearlings from the farm uh, to down on bro- South Broadway down there to load them up on the train. How I was many
6: at, miles was that? Because that's
3: how. Oh, it had to be eight or nine miles, wouldn't wow. you think, Michael? Oh, yeah. Holy cow.
6: Because we, we had a farm right next to Mearworth, and that was on?
3: Uh, I can't remember the name of the I, damn road now. I, Bethel. Bethel Road, yeah.
6: Yeah, almost to 62. That's where Mareworth was. And wow. now that's a walk to town.
5: Yeah. The railroad station on the end of Spring Station Road in Woodford County uh, is still there where they used to load the horses. And Albert said they used to walk them down, do the same thing, walk them right down Spring Station Road from, yeah, Isn't that from uh, and put oh, them on that walk train, walk all the way from Midway. Hmm. Good God, good. No, not
6: Midway to where?
5: Midway, just down Spring Station Road, Woodford County.
6: Woodford County. Oh, oh, oh. They loaded oh, oh, up yeah. at the station yeah. in Woodford County.
3: Well, I think I think Mirworth had their own car, but I'm not. I might not be mistaken. I know Caymet did.
6: Yeah. And Dixie
3: and uh, And did. And uh they were both parked down there. That I think we should so bring
5: cool. back that tradition. I think we should all get on a train and go to Saratoga next year.
6: Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Wouldn't that be I great. love trains.
5: Is there one running up there now? Is yeah. There, you know, you can take it. I used to when I used to live in Boston and now you had to and I wanted to go to uh, Saratoga. Sometimes what I would do is I'd take the train into Manhattan and then scoop right up the Hudson River. It's a b- oh. beautiful beautiful I bet ride it's gorgeous. It's about yeah. 3 hours up the yeah. Hudson River and it's really beautiful. Yeah. when I was And you could handicap the entire thing.
6: There you go. When I was about eight years old, I loved trains. And my uncle worked for the train company. And he and my parents arranged for me to be picked up to get on a train in Cincinnati all by myself. I don't want anybody going with me. And I rode all the way up to somewhere in Ohio, gross, like from Maysville. And then I got out, and then I got the train back. It was absolutely fun and, you know. It was it was really neat. I just love trains. I took a train once, one of those with the the roof is glass mm-hmm. across the one of the dome, the sky dome. Yep. Yes, uh, across uh, the northern part of the Rockies. That was gorgeous, it's
5: beautiful. I I took the train three times, coast to coast. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I did. Boston once. to L.A. I did once. That's when I enlisted in the service and. They swore me in in Cincinnati and shipped my behind to <laughs> San Diego, California. <laughs>
6: Did you love it?
3: <laughs> it was free, and he didn't have yeah, to there hitchhike. You know, it no, I, I I wasn't you know, too fond of it. You know. I remember I'd never seen the ocean before, and I joined the Navy, you know. And uh, we made this bend and looked at and there was that... Ocean there, and I said, Oh my god, am I going out on that? <laughs> I almost jumped off the train right there. You know, I mean, it uh, was his tail saw tree. the ocean and deserted. <laughs> yeah,
0: there
6: you
3: go. I had a friend with me that enlisted with me, and he was an old country boy. He looked and I said, Whoa, so that whole lot of hay. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, fun.
5: Well, we got big news, so We got yeah. uh, two new horses in yesterday.
6: I saw that. And then mm-hmm. we lost
5: our internet, and I couldn't open it up. Who was it? It was uh, well. It was a Breeders' Cup Sprint winner. Work all week. Work all week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of my favorite horses ever was uh, the Pizza Man. So we got the Pizza Man. Oh, really nice.
6: Yeah. Are they geldings? Both of them millionaires.
5: Both of them geldings. Both of them out in the paddock together. It's really cool. Oh,
3: good. Already nice. out together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are isolated out there. The two of them, you just kept them together. Kept them together. Well, and what I mean is, yeah. um, they have to stay away from the other horses for a while. Don't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Well, since they just shipped in together, if, if they had both had the virus, that would not make any difference, would it? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Do you tell this, them to keep a distance. They're really cool. 'cause they're really cool.
5: Mitro from a PZ and and uh, Victor Santiago, they took really good care of these horses. And Where they did they, came they come in. from? They came from Arlington Park. Ah. Oh.
6: Oh, really, both of which them which is closing
5: yeah. or whatever they said yeah they uh, they retired, and uh do w- I think for a while, Pizza man was a pony horse,
6: oh nice, really, yeah, they make good
5: pony he's very nice. handsome and uh boy, it didn't take him long, like ten seconds to figure, out, oh, there's the grass, there's the water, let's go, yeah, yeah. and there's the bald guy with the carrots. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they that was it Ball guy with the I so i remember i still remember after when um when the pizza man won the arlington million the headline in the in the blood horse was the pizza man delivers i knew that <laughs> I, I
6: remember that i absolutely
3: yeah oh ursel's well, got some commercials coming up so stay tuned all right well flatter him Done about all you could ask for as a sire. He sired two champions, five millionaires, and going on 60 stakes winners. Matter of fact, a rock solid 14% of his runners have earned black type. And he sired the first sired versatile runners. They went on dirt, went on grass, they went on artificial, and they went at distances up to a mile and a quarter. The Clipsword winner West Coast earned over $5.8 million, and numbered among his wins was the historic Travis. A.B. Flatter earned nearly $600,000, won the Southern Award as a champion two-year-old filly in Canada, ventured to Kentucky, where she won graded stakes at Keeneland. Flat Out won, twice won the Grade 1 Jockey Club Gold Cup, also the Grade 1 Cigar Mile. He earned more than $3.6 Terrace won the Grade 1 Humanity Staff and over a $1 million. And you can go on and on, but it's just a two-hour show. And you pinhookers take note, his two-year-olds have sold for up to $600,000 this year. Horsemen respect flatter. Flatter is by the great Sire AP Indy. Out of a superb producing daughter, the great Sire Mr. Prospector stands over at Claiborne Farm. Don't miss his yearlings at the sales. And for more on the stands, call Bernie Sams over at Claiborne at 859-987-2330. Take a look at the website, which is clabonfarm.com. I don't know if they're still taking entries at uh, November sales for uh, Fazekas Tipton. Now they take them up to the day before the sale. <laughs> I'll look and
6: see if, <laughs> I, if they can get
3: there. If they can get there, anyway. But if you got something, and if you want to sell in, the, in November, anyway, call Fazekas Tipton. I think they close at Keenan, maybe. But um, and uh, ask uh, first of all the thing you could do, and they can get you in if anybody can. Would be just uh, uh, would be to uh, call the folks over at Indian Creek. I'll well, call Shaq, Shaq Parish over at Indian Creek. Uh, I'll give you his number over there. It's 859-987-7443, and the website is indiancreekky.com. They're great consigners, great people. Uh, looking forward to what they've got in the uh, yearling sale, and uh, uh, catalogs should be out for too much longer. But, uh, you know, they kind of drag their feet on those catalogs sometimes. Anyway, and I find their web, Keenan's website a little difficult to get into because I'm an ignoramus anyway when it comes to anything on a computer, other than the results. and, <laughs> and uh uh But uh, so I'll, I'll get them somewhere if I have to go out and get an index. But uh, I, I know what uh call Shack and get copies of the pages. I guess anyway. But. Uh, they're great people over at Indian Creek. Uh, they've been in the business so many years that they can have developed a great reputation for raising and boarding and selling many of the world's finest thoroughbreds. And, of course, they're closely affiliated with the Clay Ward Agency. And if you're going to any of these sales, you need to call the Clay Ward Agency cause, and uh, talk to them about uh, setting up insurance for you where they would be Any purchase that you buy will be uh, covered at this fall of the hammer. You can't miss that. It's the way to do it. People to call over there, once again, is Shaq and Bruce Isaacs or John Hess. The number is 987-1861 for the Clay Ward Agency. It's right there on Main Street in Paris. You can't miss it. And uh, great people to do business with. So uh, those are two businesses that you should know if you're in the horse business. The Clay Ward Agency and Indian Creek. And the website at Indian Creek is com.
4: Now, back to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. All righty. That's a pretty good racing today,
3: Michael. Yeah, very good. Mostly out in California, and they're coming on so late. Did you notice the one stake, I think, is at 9.30 or something like I know, that? I know. I that, know. Was that the Classic? Yeah. yeah. What, what time does it say? It tells you up at the top. Yeah, there it is. The Classic's at 9.30, yep. Yeah.
5: Good field. Maximum security, Bob said, wasn't at his full game the last time when he won. So if he's at his full game today, he's going to go off at like 4 to 5 or 3 to 5. But there's some other horses in there that could.
3: Oh, yeah. It's it's a nice field.
5: Yeah.
6: I have a question. Mm -hmm. You sit out in your Adirondack chair with the little pony and cats and Mm -hmm. silver. You going to be out there at 930?
5: No, it's too dark to read the phone. Well, that's
6: what I thought. I just wondered what time you had yeah.
5: coming Want to come in. In fact play. it's too late to watch the race. I'm gonna be in bed by this time. Oh. <laughs> me too. It's yeah. too late for me. Yeah. Woo. You know, anything past eight o'clock
3: now is ooh. Yeah. Borrowed time. How time has
6: changed.
3: <laughs> hey. What? Tonight it's seven o'clock. What over, I've, Bob Copeland and I are getting together and I oh, i right. I'm supposed to interview Bob over there.
6: At the... Yeah. P- Train place, uh,
3: the, the, the the train station, yeah, in right Paris, right there on Tenth Street. Yeah, that's yeah, Tenth Street.
6: Yeah, as if you were going out to Claiborne. Yeah, that's right, 10th Street.
3: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, we, we, Bob was going to sit down and tell him the guy that's following us. I'm anxious to meet him. Uh, can't remember his name, but he's twice won an award as champion liar. And uh, I've known a lot we'll of liars in my see. life. I want to meet a champion. Yeah, well, Will, Will, he's grade one. Two, two liars. <laughs> he and
6: he can't look
5: him for, him. He's really looking forward to meeting him, but he can't remember his name. It's a fabulous <laughs> thing.
6: Well, I've got uh,
3: you know. I was just more impressed with the title than well, what. By
6: that time, they may have thrown enough tomatoes that he and Bob. I think we should invite him
3: in as a guest. He
5: could yeah. fit right in yeah, here.
6: That's exactly right.
5: Yeah, yeah but uh, what's his name? Bob's got a. Bob's got a.
6: He, he, he'll tell you a lie anyway. Yeah, he'll sure. say anything. What's the
5: difference? He'll make up his name.
6: Ben Franklin. he even
5: lie about his name, probably. <laughs> That's, That's why Ursula I mean? can't remember it. He probably gave him seven different names.
6: Exactly.
5: <laughs> I mean, if you're a champion, you might as well go all the way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who are you? Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, here's my list of names. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like that movie Tony Curtis made, The Great Imposter. Had all those names and all those jobs. and.
6: Oh, I missed
5: it. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs>
6: Is he still alive? No. Oh, interesting
5: Tony Curtis though was so nice when I was working at the globe I got the interview him and I interviewed him over the phone and my mother wasn't doing too well at the time uh, she was ill and uh, and uh, so I did the interview when I visited my mother in Connecticut at the nursing home so we're in there and I'm talking to Tony we're doing the interview blah blah so at the end of it I said I said uh, I said mr. Curtis if you don't mind I said my mother's a huge fan of yours. If you should just say hi to her, it would mean a lot to her. And he gave her the phone, and they talked for 20 minutes. Oh, Is that Christ. right? That's and right. my mother kept saying, Tony, I can't believe it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor, Eleanor, he would say, Eleanor, get up. Get up out of bed. you got a lot to do. Let's go. Come on. We'll go <laughs> that's to a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> had a that's great nice. time. It was, he was great. That's he was nice. really great.
6: Well, who are your picks for these races? You got any picks? No.
5: I haven't even looked at the racing for because it's been so wonderfully busy. Oh, You know, good. with the new horses coming in. and We got another one coming in tomorrow.
6: Who's that?
5: Another one coming in tomorrow with a great name. Uh, this horse came from the Caribbean Aftercare Alliance down in the Caribbean.
6: Yeah.
0: And uh, we...
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: We like to take one, we, we got a really nice horse from then or, already called Winning Dubai. So we really like working with them. And uh, they pay for everything to get the horse up and everything. But he's an Affleet Alex gelding. Oh, yeah. And his name is Affleet Accompli. Oh. <laughs>
6: so isn't that a great clever.
5: name? What's yes. the name again? Affleet Accompli. Oh, okay. Isn't that
6: clever? That's a good mm-hmm. name. I like It's so one of the
5: great things about the horses. They remember all their names. <laughs> <laughs> It's never a question of whose Forget name the it people's is. Names they remember every all those names. They remember. That's they funny. Remember their own name.
6: You blockhead. <laughs> 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 we had a couple of you blockheads.
5: But it's great racing today. I mean, Maximum Security is running today for Bob out California, and uh, there's, a, there's some really nice races with some very owners and trainers. And the Benowitz family has a horse in, and they gave us soy fete, and. Right. The L.N.J. Foxwoods, people have a horse in, and um, they're donating uh, money so we can build a paddock, which we've already built, and they're going to retire some of their mares to us.
6: That's nice. Yeah, that's excellent. So we have a
5: lot of reasons to root for a lot of horses today. That's
6: great. Yeah,
5: good. And, uh, And it's only two weeks till the derby.
6: Yeah, we'll be out there. We'll have more people at Old Friends than they'll have at Churchill Downs. (laughs) (laughs) That's
5: probably right. The way it looks.
6: Yeah. The way it looks. No spectators. You know, I wish that my only, okay, you do what you have to do. But for God's sakes, when you make a decision, stick with it. Yeah. Don't change every week or two.
5: Yeah, well, the, the virus can. is changing every week or two. You never know whether it's going to be up or down. It's like the stock market. You buy the stock on Thursday, and on Saturday, you either made money or you lost money. It keeps going back and forth. And I, I wish it was a little more stable, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to open up for tours, uh, Derby Week, the good. week before How the Derby. You? Oh, good. 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 For you. On a limited basis. And, uh, social distancing and wearing masks and get your temperature and all that. Uh but uh we started taking reservations and people are excited.
6: Good. A lot of
5: people are real big fans of the Pizza Man. I think he's gonna be a big big attraction for us and most of them haven't seen Patch and some of the
6: Now where did latest ones where did the Pizza Man where did they uh he run mostly?
3: Well in Arlington yeah. didn't he? Mm-hmm. So was he it's based in horse. the
6: Midwest or mm-hmm. was he
3: he was, he was owned
5: by Midwest Thoroughbreds and Richard Pappese and trained by Roger But In oh, fact, both work hand. all week and and Pizza Manor, uh, Illinois breads.
6: Oh, gotcha. Okay. I called
5: my friend Charlie Pig. You know Charlie? Yeah,
6: I know Charlie.
5: Yeah. So uh, Charlie owns a bunch of horses. Anyway, uh, I called Charlie. He's from Illinois. He's a big University of Illinois fan. And in fact, his silks are all in the University of Illinois. Oh,
6: was that right? I didn't college. realize that. Yeah.
5: So I called him, and I told him we got these two other Illinois breads. And now he went from my favorite Illinois bread to just barely filling out the trifecta.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but they're Illinois breads. Yeah,
6: yeah. Charlie's forever putting up, you know, got one in. Charlie's North. a great guy. Yeah, he really yeah.
3: is. Let me catch up you guys. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, if you're looking for a runner, like two-times Breeders' Cup champion, Misdirection, Direction, or champion, two-year-old, and Breeders' Cup champion, Flotilla, a grade one winner, Mass Trask, a grade one winner, Ultimate Eagle, a grade one winner, Midships, grade one winner, Fullmast, a grade one winner, Sailor's Valentine, right out of Keenan, incidentally, grade one winner, Sea Divine. a grade one winner, Litterus. and check out the Miz and Mass yearlings at the sales. I would be happy with a runner like 2020 stakes winner, Killebeg's captain. He's earned over 572000 won a total of six stakes, placed in a grade one, a Galleon's Mast. He's upped his earnings to more than 650000 this year, won a total of six stakes, placed in greatest stakes. They're two tough, versatile runners, typical of the type of mizzen mass has sent to the races year after year. Horsemen respect mizzen mass, and that's why the two mizzen mass two year olds in a sale earlier this year, only two in a sale, went for $130,000 and 100000 And he's also well known abroad. Wears had a strong list of high-class stakes horses, including a champion two-year-old and a classic winner. And if you want to black-type your mayor's produce record, send a mayor to Miz and Mass for 2020. That'd be for 2021. He sired 13% black-type runners, and his fee is a bargain, 7,500 stands and nurses. So call Lee for Sarah or Garrett at 859-272-7629, and the website is Judmond.com
6: Everybody in the horse business knows about Sally Van, including Michael Bowen. They're always doing favors for they Brought the Pizza fans. Man. Did they? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that's really nice. They
3: brought those two horses in mm-hmm. today. Yeah, they were yeah, really when did they get there? Yesterday. Yesterday.
6: Yeah, I had seen it on the internet and our internet went out. Oh my God. And so I didn't know you know. Anyway, they've been in the horse business for more than six decades. And the trips run into the millions. Finest thoroughbreds in the world have shipped on Sally vans. So you know they can service your trailer. You You service your trailer in the spring and in the fall, and it's getting to be that time again. So think about that next time you ship your horse across the county or country. Sally vans are always in great shape. And they have experienced drivers who are horsemen. The folks at Sally Van wouldn't have it any other way, and that's why for more than, oh, seven decades, Sally Van's the safest way to the Winter circle. And the sales, pay attention. And You know, when you go to the sales, there's a Sally Van, like a little kiosk kind of a thing. And usually Nicole is there booking rides. So when you buy something, you can just walk over to her Say, send this to somewhere, and she'll take care of it. So, Sally Vans, give them a call, 859-255-9404. See the website at sallyvans.com, and enjoy the ride.
4: You're listening to Horsetales with Ursula Ellis.
3: (laughs) All righty. Here we go again. Did you see anything worth betting on? You're not handicapping today.
5: Not yet. I'm, I'm going to sh- maybe try and get a racing form because it's you know, irresistible to compulsive gamblers like myself.
6: Where do you usually <laughs> steal one?
5: Uh, I pay $11 for the racing form now that we're not at the training center. Ouch. I think you should go over to the training center, pick it up, bring it over here, and let me steal it. <laughs> for you. We're going to be
3: back at the training center this Saturday after the Derby. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're going yeah. back. Good. We yeah. lose all this They're nice taking our equipment. equipment.
6: <laughs> oh, we <there>. go <laughs> back to our World War II East German stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bye. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> 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 I'm
5: going to miss the view here, though. It's uh, very tranquil. So well, we'll miss it, too.
3: You're gonna, it's, oh, it's really convenient. won't have Booney to greet me. I know. We'll go we past Panera take him with us. on my way here. Yeah, we can always take Booney with us. Yeah, as far we, as that goes, Booney can take a road trip.
6: Yes, he loves to go. He well,
5: loves to go in a car. Uh, Judge Isaacs, Paul Isaacs has a horse in training there, and oh, Brian's he? horse is over there. So
6: yeah, mm-hmm. what's Paul got these days?
5: Oh, he's got a, I he's got a, a filly that ran, I think second time out ran second. Oh good. And uh, I think she's running again on Friday.
6: Now who trains for him?
5: His friend Walter.
6: Walter, yes. You know, Walter's always trained for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. Very uh, good. Paul was. Yeah, it's quite a, a team. Good judge.
3: Oh, I've got to give a uh, health report on Herb Jones.
6: Oh, well, Herb, yeah.
3: Herb's doing okay.
6: Herb fell. Yeah.
3: He did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and
6: I think he had got coma in one eye.
3: Yeah, he had. He'd already lost one eye. Yeah. And he's they're operating on his other eye. He can. I talked to him. Was it yesterday or day before? Anyway, uh, I called him. Day before. And um, Herb Jones is an old trainer, my friend of mine, and great guy. Been, been around yeah, forever. Really good horseman too, and uh, funny. He, he's, oh,
6: I know he's got the best stories. Oh. Yeah,
3: he's really got some good stories, you know. Anyway,
6: I love his Supreme story. The, they had the Supreme Stakes in Detroit. He wanted to meet the Supremes. They were giving away the, the sure. trophy. Sure. So, by golly, he won it.
3: Oh, and great. He,
6: yes, and he took the Supremes out for a woo-hoo night.
3: Not only that, he says, I took them out, to, you know, I took them out for dinner Saturday night. And I said, you know, says, by Monday morning, I was dead broke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, and I'll he won the you, lieutenant governor stakes when it was where well, Jones. Was, yes, uh, he was
6: training for Barry when Barry was lieutenant the, he governor. He won the
3: lieutenant governor stakes down there.
6: He can point a horse in the right direction. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you how nice he is. When we first went to the training center, we went to the big barns because they were building. Spendthrift owned it then, didn't they?
3: They were they were building them, but they weren't ready yet.
6: Yeah, they were building barns the ones There's up on hill, but they owned weren't it. ready. So we went to the, to the big barns, and we met Herb, and I was hauling in and out the tack, you know, every day. He said, "Just here's my tack room over here. He said, just put that stuff in there. Oh, thank you. We got to be great friends. I found out later he was paying stall rent for that room. He never told us or anything. Yeah, he's, I mean,
5: he's a great guy. He's a great he really guy. is. I've I have got sick one him. time, and we're going to drag him over and put him on the show. Well... We've he had gets, him on the show
3: five I know. or six times. Yeah, I mean, know. He's, yeah. he's funny. He, get,
6: he gets better. We'll do that again because he is just just a super guy.
3: He's got these sayings, you know. You know, he was standing next to an owner, and the owner was listening to the jock instructions and everything. And he, Herbert, told him and said, "Look, uh, this one horse is going to go to the front. You just fall in behind him." And says, uh, "Just don't worry about it." Says he, "He's going to come off the rail when they straighten out. He always does." You know, and you can you come through that hole. So, if, sure enough, you know, he laid in behind him, laid in behind him, you know, and, and uh, he came off the rail, and nothing happened, you know. The horse didn't come through like it was supposed to, and the owner turned to Herb and says, how come he didn't come through that hole? Herb says, I think that hole was moving faster than we were. Isn't <laughs> <laughs>
6: that great? I just love it. It uh, so anyway, happens a lot. Yeah,
3: it's a wonderful metaphor. <laughs> so
6: anyway, we're all we're all cheering on her. Hope all this stuff. Yeah.
3: Well, anyway, he's doing fine. They've uh, he can he can see out of his left eye. It, it, he can w- watch TV and stuff like Good. that. Good. I said he can't see. We can't. He's afraid to drive. I think uh, he
6: said his sisters. Is that right? Cause
3: you know who's taking care of him? Who? Randy.
6: Oh, Randy. Is, man. Yeah. I mean,
3: doc, Dr. Copeland's man. It's Randy,
6: been with, everybody he's been loves with Randy. Dr. Randy's
3: great. Talk about a funny guy, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. And smart.
6: Yeah, he is.
3: He's he been is. with Doc for, uh, you know, how many years? Oh, God. They should have their own they? show. They yeah. should have their own show, those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. he, when he hired him, he told, told Randy, he says, Look, I want three things from you. He says, I want, first of all, I want loyalty. Okay. Second, I want discretion. I don't want ever talk about one of these horses to one of my clients. And three, that bad language that you you use. This is <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that. He'd been working there. I said, Doc told the story himself. He said he'd been working there about about two months, and something had happened, and Doc cut loose. You know, <laughs> Randy looked at him. And says, Doc says, I think your language is a whole lot worse than mine. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's what I mean they should have their own show absolutely <laughs> they've got the stories yep I, this thing this thing in
3: uh, Paris with you and Doc Copeland going to be great well it's, it's just 7 very brief. o'clock huh
6: 7 o'clock
3: yeah 7 o'clock I guess it's not going to be long Doc's going to talk tell a couple of stories one about an operation he was doing on a two year old that went awry and uh, the results of that and, and then uh uh,
6: That's secretariat story.
3: Then he got a story about secretariat You know that uh, prior to the Derby, after yeah. the after the Wood, because Herb was the vet. He was secretary. Not of Herb. That. Bob. Bob. Was I mean the Bob vet. was a yeah. uh, secretariat uh, veterinarian. He goes by several different names.
6: Yes. <laughs> but That's why it's called the Liars Club. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, so, but he's got a great story about that too. Yeah, if I if I can hold him down, he's supposed to talk twenty minutes, and and uh, I don't think I can hold Bob down to twenty minutes, but we'll see.
6: Let me know how it goes.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't go, can you? Because well, of Betsy.
6: Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anyway. I don't want to interfere with the fun. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> yeah,
5: well. I'm sure it'll be great. Well, I'm gonna go home. Gonna go see these new horses and get everything ready and enjoy the day
3: and.
6: Yeah, I think it's going
3: to rain. So. Prep for the Derby. Yeah, it looks like it might. Who, I may have is? to. I may have to stay up and watch that Pacific Classic just because that one horse is in there.
6: Maximum security. You know.
3: Yeah. You know, he's going to Ashford Stud. Yeah. 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 You know, the Saudis have uh, won't refuse to give them the purse money. You know. So far, yeah. Yeah. Not only that, it's they not didn't, like
6: they're broke or
3: something. Yeah. And, but but you know it, that horse is the it most hard luck
5: most talented
0: hard luck horse in the history of the sport <laughs>
7: Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
5: Guess, Every time yeah. the poor guy turns around, he does something, and they pass all no, their tests you know, over there. You know, yeah. I
3: mean, you know, how could they justify not giving them the money?
6: Who knows? That's, you know,
3: that's well. not only that, they didn't give the uh, move the second horse up and give them the money. You know, I mean, if <laughs> oh now I'm getting maybe the picture. we're doing
6: this Arab <laughs> trading thing. Maybe I don't you're know. Supposed to dick her.
5: I don't know. I don't uh, know either. I don't know, but I think he's uh, he's going to end up going off at four to five or three to five tonight. So,
6: be interesting.
3: Uh, what well, do they got him in here. They got it in. I, I think, think he's even, even money. On the yeah, boy's he's line. even money. I would think he would. It's uh, there's some nice horses in there with him. Yeah, there are.
6: That's the same yeah. guy set. John Sheriff's has a nice horse in there. Same guy set the odds. Morning odds at every track.
3: No. Oh no, no. No.
6: no. Each track has their own. Well, yes. you know.
3: Is that how that goes?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I didn't Sets know. That's
5: a morning line. All right, I'm going to go relieve you of my uh, presence. (laughs) All righty, go get some work done. I will tell Dr.
3: Waldridge I was asking for him when he comes. Now, now I can now I can catch up maybe on my commercials I'm running ahead. Now
5: that I've left, everything's going to work out fine. (laughs) (laughs) I do know
3: (laughs) he must listen on the way home. (laughs) Well, Tamakuz won the Grade One Breeders Cup Mile at the direct expense of Gun Run and Accelerate. Earned over $1.8 million. he's by the Superior Sire Spitestown and Emerging Sire sour Sires, and is out of a mare that produced two grade one winners. That, in itself, is more than enough to recommend him as a young sire with great potential. Now, add to those qualifications that his first two-year-olds are coming out running. Through last weekend, four have started, two have won, the third is placed twice, and the fourth turned in credible but green performance in her first start. Tamakuz was a brilliant miler. He won four graded stakes at that distance, so it's noteworthy that his first two-year-olds were precocious. Look for his yearlings at the sales, and also the first crop yearlings by the beautifully bred Mohamed, who won his first five starts, four of them grade two stakes, and earned over $998,000. Mohamed is by champion sire Tappet. He's a full brother to two graded stakes winners, a half-brother to the sire of grade one stakes winner maximum security, and also fighting mad, and grade a great sour pedigree that he has. And he's souring knockout individuals. For more information on the stands over at Shadwell Farm, call my friend Kent Barnes, 859-224-4585. Kent's one of the good guys. Website, ShadwellFarm.com.
6: Quillen, leather and tack. Quality service leather goods since 1982. The world's largest custom halter shop. They make over 20,000 halters a year. And as I understand it right now, they are churning out weanling halters like you wouldn't believe. So call up and stock up on your weanling halters. Probably, you might, I don't know, it's getting a little close to to the uh, yearling sales, so they do all the sales halters. They're absolutely gorgeous. They ship worldwide. Um, when you want to look at something new, go to Quillin.com, Q-U-I-L-L-I-N.com. It's nine eight seven zero two one five. but let me tell you what. They have got this new little thing called a minimal wallet. It's made from English finished bridal leather, and it's like a wallet. It's one pocket, two card slots. So it's thin, and it won't, you know, drive you crazy to carry around. Um, it's, it, they're very nice. And also, I think they still have some of your uh, books over there. So And uh, along with pet collars and leads. And, you know, you, you can even uh, get a bracelet with your name on it. That kind of stuff's fun, especially for Christmas. And let's see, what else I was going to say? Oh, yeah. They're expanding in downtown Paris. They're going to open up an auxiliary store down on Main Street where they will... wonder what that is. I don't know. Anyway, Quillen.com, 9870215. Hey,
3: we've got some music playing. Out there, I think it went away. Yeah. Uh-oh. So we can see if the light's on. Yep.
6: Light's okay. on. We're
3: still on. Okay. Well, another weekend, another stakes win for an Uncle Mo. Last Saturday at Monmouth Park, Pneumatic, a 3 old Uncle Mo kept the ball rolling with an impressive three-and-a-quarter length score in the $150,000 Pegasus stakes. Pneumatic has never been off the board in five starts, winning his first two and placing in the grade three Matt Wynn at Churchill Downs in his third start. Bred known by Winslow Thoroughbreds and trained by Steve S. Asmussen. He's in good hands, and he is the 11th, uh, he was the 11th 2020 stakes winner sired by Uncle Moe, 7th of graded stakes stakes winner. I said was the 11th because yesterday uh, he started his 12th 2020 stakes winner uh, when the 2-year-old Golden Powell decimated his field in the Skidmore Stakes up at Saratoga. Champion Sower Uncle Moe stands at Ashford Stud. And there's a young son of Oklahoma, also based at Ashford Stud. That's Motown. He won a grade two Remsen at two and a grade one Hollywood Derby at three and his first frozen weanings. And did you notice that last year's champion freshman, Sir American Pharaoh now stands at the top of the second crop Sour list with eight 2020 stakes winners. So looks as if his Sour record... Well, going to be as good as his race record they have a great roster of stands over at ashford stud to learn about them call the farm at 859-873-7088 and take a look at the website which is coolmore.com
4: now back to the thoroughbred training center and urso ellis all right jackie
6: you know that song you heard yeah that's your phone
4: my phone yes (laughs) <laughs> no, my phone doesn't do
3: that. My phone is in my pocket.
6: Yes, I know it. W- it rang. Check and see.
3: No, it just mine makes a buzzing noise. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking.
6: Oh, I heard from our dear buddy Terry.
3: Wait a minute, missed call. That's what it says. It's his call. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those. Uh, geez, I wish I'd known. I'd have answered it. It's one of those. Uh, is the uh, the head of the head house- of the household in? Oh, I, hate and I was to
6: <laughs> I told you that was your. <laughs>
3: I usually answer them and just say no and hang up, you know. And
6: anyway, uh, my friend Terry Alger sent a note. Glad, so glad Betsy liked her box. Next time she's through Lexington, we're going to get together. Oh. She'll have to come out and we'll, you know, eat or go out or do something fun. So we really appreciate it.
3: Okay, uh, you're right. Well, that was my phone. How about he that? He said, "You're right." I didn't think my phone made a noise like that. Yeah, it does. Does it?
6: It's the default ring on oh. flip phones.
3: <laughs> I hate these damn telephones.
6: Oh, I got a new one. I'm going into the Verizon store tomorrow. I think it it keeps jumping.
3: Is it be open on a Sunday?
6: Yeah, I think so.
3: That'd be a good place to go for a ride.
6: Yes, exactly. Because they they want to charge me. Well, anyway, I went to Verizon store in Cynthia. The nicest guy it helped me straighten out my phone. Uh, but what it does, sometimes it doesn't ring. Sometimes it jumps to roaming and all this. I don't know. But I'm on. A, I'm. I'm gonna have a nice talk with those people. So they hear me. They might show. Daggy. hell, Jackie. I will. I will. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you
3: can't win. It'll cost you something before you get out of there. Uh, yeah. Probably. Okay. But it's, that's that's the way it goes. You want to look at see what you got in the way of um, Thing of adventures? or. Uh...
6: I think that there is a show this weekend at Masterson. I think it's got something to do with the Pony Club. But I went there once and I wrote it down and I can't remember for sure. But um, uh, Horse Park they've shut down everything. Somebody sneezes and the whole... It's like when they... they It's like the same reaction what used to be river downs. If you somebody spit on the turf course, they take the races off the turf. You know Colonial Downs quit for the year. Um, oh, here's what I want to talk about. Dennis and Terry Wells, Bluegrass Mercantile, they're going to close the store at the end of the month. Because of the COVID Chinese virus, everything's on sale—30% off. Some are 50%. And I've been trying to get out there. Dag on it! Um, they have Breeders Cup and Keeneland hats. They've got Bourbon Trail stuff and Maker's Mark, and my personal favorite, Moon Pie Moonshine. God, I wonder what that. Taste like. Anyway, horse tack and <laughs>
3: sounds dangerous. That sounds
6: <laughs> ah, moonshine and chocolate. John Deere toys. That's Christmas is coming. You guys have got little boys that like John Deere. And they've got loads of various items. It's really nice. It's out at the stockyards off Ironworks Pike. Crossover seventy five. And there's a shell station across the road. You turn opposite that shell station because you have to go up like, they cut up through a, what do you call it? Like a, a rock. It's not easy to see from down there off the uh. road. So, uh, let's see what else, not much is going on. Um, my favorite place, Riding for Hope, is on, They wor- they work they do kids on a semester kind of a thing. And the last two weeks of August, they're off. So Betsy gets to go back August 31st. I think they start up with their next semester worth of rehab. They have OT, PT, all kind of... There We have an OT girl who is just absolutely fantastic. Um, Betsy loves her. And she gives you things to do and things to try. Uh, uh, Toby Cross is her name, and they're just, she's just one of a lot of people that work out there that really Mm -hmm. know their stuff. They're very good. Okay, Breeders' Cup, November 6th and 7th at Keeneland, I hope. And the owner conference, Thoroughbred Owner Conference, that they normally have at Saratoga, has been rescheduled to Lexington November 2 through five. To coincide with Breeders' Cup. So, I mean,
3: there's just not much stuff going on. Well, I got a couple. We're talking about talk winning trainers from the Thoroughbred Center. I've got them with seven from last week's show. Now, I'm sure I'm missing some because I don't know all those new trainers out there now like I used to when I was doing the clocking. Yeah. But in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing a show back out there again and uh, I can check, you know, we, we'll be able to check closer. Uh, if he'll let me in <laughs> the yeah, office. Anyway, but the ones that I have since last week, Paul McEntee, uh saddled a winner down at Ellis Park. Uh, James Chapman saddled a winner at Mountaineer. Ed Rogenkamp had a winner at Bell Terra. James Chapman had a th- second one, also at Mountaineer. Uh, Elise Wood Kendall had a winner at Indiana Downs. James Chapman settled his third, all three of them in Mountaineer. And then Ed Rogan Camp settled another. One. Way to go, Ed. So he had two in a week. I've got him with 22 so far this year, which is not bad. Uh, 22, what's today? Today is the what, Jackie? 22nd. Uh, Day day's the 22nd? Yep. Yeah. Really? I okay. So. Well, anyway, that's pretty good. And, uh, of course, that's a great place to train your horses out there. I mean, they, they keep the track beautiful. And uh, in the wintertime, you know, it's usually the only track open around here. You know, they, even Turfway will be closed. Keeneland will be closed. The training center on the Russell Cave will be closed. And yeah, you go out there and, and you'll be able to get your horses out at the Thoroughbred Center. Nice people out there, you know. Uh, Jim Pendergast runs it and does a superb job. Great guy. I'm uh, Really very fond of him. And so that's why. Also tonight at 7 o'clock uh, at the, what's the name of that place? It's the station, the old uh,
6: the old railroad station. Old
3: railroad station right there on 10th Street. And like you're going to Claiborne, it's right there on the left. And uh, Bob Copeland's going to uh, tell a couple of, a couple of stories, uh, interesting things that happened to him while he was in training. Bob and I first crossed— Paz, back in the winter of '55-'56, he was down there as a veterinarian at the fairgrounds in New Orleans, and I was down there with the Dixiana racing stable. I didn't get to know him at that time, but I knew of him. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the next year he was at Gulfstream. The next winter, that would have been '56 and '57, and I was too. And uh, I thought I think he was stable. I think he stayed spent most of his time. No, that would have been Gulf stream because they were closing down fair at high leaf at that time. And uh, so we were down there together then
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
7: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: Then, of course, I got to know him pretty well uh, when we got back up. At, uh, uh, he came, you know, he would come into Keeneland. He would fly and he would, he's a racetrack vet, and he would go the circuit, except he would fly in every Friday and do surgery over the weekend. Over his uh, facility, uh, there and uh, on uh, Cynthiana Road, it's uh, yeah. He's got a lovely farm there, and lovely house, lovely wife, and Pat. So he so married it, up. He married up. Well, yeah. he knows it.
6: Yeah. <laughs> so I like to remind him. <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, you remind me all the time too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Bob's going to tell a couple of nice stories and about some interesting things that, uh, about a couple of horses that he was associated with. All right. Well, Sunday at Ellis Park, sitting on Go, a two-time colt, a two-year-old colt from the first crop by Brodies Cause, stormed to an eye-catching four-and-a-quarter length win in a maiden special, sitting on goal races for the same owner-trainer team as of Albuhr Family Stable and Dale Roman's, that campaigned Brody's cause. And he's the third winner from Brody's Cause's first crop. He's also side-gerther, a maiden special winner at Del Mar that came right back to run second by neck and the grade-two best pal stakes. Got beat by Weston, a colt from the first crop, by Hittitabalm, who is Brody's cause's uh, stable mate out of Spendthrift farm. And he's also the side of Gospel Way, who won first time out of a maiden special at Woodbine. Next start, he placed in the $100,000 Victoria Stakes. A fourth starter from the first scrap of Brody's calls, Clipso, placed in the maiden special in her first start at Del Mar on August 15. Brody's calls, of course, if you recall, won the grade one Clavin Breeders fraternity, placed in the grade one Breeders' Cup Juvenile, came right back to win the grade one Bluegrass Stakes at three, earned nearly $1.2 million, and he is by the champion, Sir Giants Causeway. He excelled around two turns, and it's exciting that his uh, two-year-olds are coming out running Bodes well for the future, doesn't it? He stands at the Breeders' Farm, Spencer Farm. And for more on the stands, call Dez or Brian or Mark, 859 30 And the website is com.
6: Barney and Waters, that's what we've got. Um, they're the best. There's, there's just no two ways about it. Everybody puts them in. They're white or they're black. You drive around and you see them everywhere. Uh... How they came to be is kind of interesting. The, what we all had years ago were these things made out of cement and metal. And cement and metal don't do well in cold weather. And they were kind of flimsy, actually. They relied on balance. And that's kind of uh, a stretch with a horse. to get in there and t- Anyway, Hugh Johnson came into the house one day saying a few nasty words about the blankety-blank waters. And Mindy said, well, you're so smart. Why don't you invent one? And he did. So, I mean, they've been... They're great. They're really tough plastic. Uh, they're, it's like a big tube, and then the water part that holds water just puts down in there, and you hook it up, and the water comes in. And then there's a valve kind of a thing at the bottom. And when the horse drinks... There's less pressure on that valve, and it lets more water in. Wonderful. I mean, that's, you know, you don't have a bunch of stuff that can break. And there's only one piece that you might want to replace every couple of years or whatever. They're at any hardware store. Eads over here in Paris have them. So, ah, check them out. They're just great. Varnan Waters. Talk to Mindy Cook Johnson. Here's her number. 987-5486. And I'm telling you, Farnan Water, Head and Shoulders, best automatic water on the planet.
3: All righty. Well, Thursday at Saratoga, the Tale of the Cat Stakes was one by Stan the Man. He's a son of Broken Val, bred in Kentucky by Dermot and Emma Ginn and Scott and Debbie Pierce. Sold them as a yearling for $150,000 at the phasing Tipped in July sale. Stand a man's earned four hundred and eighty-three thousand one hundred and twenty-four dollars after winning two stakes in New York, running second in two more, including the Grade Two Two North in his previous start, going into the tail of the cat, and also in the Grade Three Westchester. Just got beat a neck that day. Stand a man's stakes win comes off on the heels of the brilliant performance by Impromas, a super fast son of Broken Pal, in the Grade Three Troy Stakes at Saratoga. Now the Grade Three Troy was his first start in ten months, and he's now earned. Over 468,000. He's headed in the direction of the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Sprint. And if he wins that one, he won't be the first Broken Vow to become a Breeders' Cup champion. That would be Champagne Room. She won the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Fillies and the Eclipse Award as a champion 2-year-old filly of her year. Lifetime Broken Vow has sired 80 stakes winners and 160 that have earned black type. One of the most successful sons of unbridled, Broken Vow, stands at Pin Oak Stud with the young proven grade one sire alternation. So watch for yearlings by the Oak Stands at the sales. And for more information, call Clifford or Nancy out at Oak Stud, 859-873-1420, and take a look
4: at the website, com. Now, back to Horse tales with Urso Ellis. All right, well, let's take a look. <clears throat> excuse me, at the
3: um, Kentucky Bread Stakes Winners from last week and in all the way up to yesterday as far as that goes. And uh, this is brought to you by the Kentucky Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders Association and the KTA. It's Chauncey Morris. And let's start with the grade one, Alabama. And the winner of that was Miss Skydiver. She is bred by the Windstar Farm. Uh, The grade two danced smartly at Woodbine, went to Theodore B. Theodore D., a daughter of Ghost Zapper, bred by Michael Dickerson, no, trained by Michael Dickerson, excuse me, bred by Augustine Stables. Of course, uh, the great Ghost Zapper Zapper stands over at Adina Springs, Kentucky. The $155,000 Pegasus Stakes. Uh, went to Pneumatic. That's a three-year-old cold by Uncle Moe. Uh, one of 12 2020 stakes winners by Uncle Moe. And this one bred by Winchell Thoroughbreds. The revenge stakes at Monmouth Park winner was Shalon. Shalon's by Dialed who stands over at uh, Darby Dan. This is really a tough filly, a nice filly bred by the late Dr. John Griggs and Linda Griggs. Dialed in at Darby Dan. Very nice stood off oh, the so Saratoga Oaks. I uh, went to Antoinette. The Antoinette bred by Godolphin, the C T T and the T O C stakes at Del Mar. I don't know what those letters stand. What do they stand for? Maybe it tells me up here. No, it doesn't. Anyway, Maximum Rate when that. Maxim Rate bred by Fred W. Hertridge III and John D. Feeling, raised over here at Watercrest Farm, right next door to us. Hope some of their Class runs of off on us, but <laughs> <laughs> they sure brings a lot of runners. Is that all there was? I got more than that, surely, to God.
6: Are they uh, under that?
3: Yeah, okay. This is those things I couldn't find this morning. Here we go. Get rid of this. All right. Uh, let's see. The Pegasus steaks at Mammoth. Did I give you that? Yeah. It, I said, Alabama gave you that. Okay, let's go to Albuquerque. And the Albuquerque Distaff Steaks was won by Shanghai Kitty, bred by Michael Wood. That's a Kentucky bred. The Carl Boyer Steaks at Prescott. That was run Monday. Well, your Wet Your Whistle, Wet Your Whistle by Stroll, bred by E.H. the uh, III. That's, that is uh, Bowlane over here on Winchester Road. Oh. Yeah. Nice fella. Breeds a lot of runners. Uh, the Bolton Landing Stakes, this was Wednesday. Toby's Heart won that by Jack Milton. Jack is, uh, this is a two-year-old filly, and Jack Milton stands over Crestwood Farm, a son of Warfront, grade one winner, and we're by Trackside Farms. The Michael G. Walsh Novice Stakes, Wednesday. This is going, how far? Two And three-eighths miles on the grass. And, of course, it's a hurdle race. The Michael G. Waltz Novice Stakes at Saratoga. Snap Decision won that. Bred by the fifth stable. Raised right over at Claiborne Farm. There you go. side by hard spun. On Thursday, the Tail of the Cat Stakes up at Saratoga went to Stand the Man. That's a broken vow. Tough horse. He came from dead last one, that thing. He was dead last at that eighth pole and still won it by daylight. And uh, so, it's won a lot of money now, about four hundred eighty thousand, I believe it was. And he was bred by uh, Emma Quinn, Dermot Quinn, Scott Pierce, and Debbie Pierce. And of course, uh, Broken Vow stands at Pin Oak Stud. On Thursday, there that yesterday, the uh, uh, let's see, the Chester Stakes in uh, in England went to Spanish Mission, the Noble Mission. Bred in Kentucky by the St. Elias Stables. Uh, in Ireland, yesterday. And this is the MD O'Shea and Sons Vincent O'Brien Ruby Stakes. And the winner is another Warfront, three old filly named Wolf, So Wonderful. Of course, Warfront holds court over at Claiborne Farm. Wow, this this one bred on. by Orpandale, Chelsea, and Winant, raised <laughs> right over at Ashford Stud. Fold that on the What would that be, old Frankfurt, uh, the the Frankfurt Pike, Frankfurt and Versailles Pike.
6: Built by Happy Chandler. Yeah. To much consternation of the public.
3: (laughs) And I've got one that ran earlier in the week uh, in South Korea. It's a Busan Mayor's Cup. Worth a lot of money, I guess. Anyway, the winner was Tiz Plan by Tiz now, five-year-old building, bred by Three Chimneys Farm. So... Those were the Kentucky bread uh, steaks winners uh, last weekend and throughout the week. Very good. And uh, anyway, I wonder if Doc's coming.
8: I don't know. I don't know.
3: I don't know either. We might have to, have to, might have to resort to reading some, um, whatchamacallit's, Joe Palmers.
6: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. That moves us up in class.
3: All right. <laughs> Well, Saturday at Woodbine, Theodore B., a daughter of Ghost Sapper, <clears throat> won the grade two dance smartly stakes. That boosted her earnings to over 341000 Theodore B. has been knocking on the door in stakes. She's placed in six, two graded. But she didn't leave any doubt Saturday, going to the lead immediately and staying there for the entire 10 furlongs to become the 10th 2020 stakes winner by Ghost Sapper. You know, he's sired 10 or more stakes winners every year for seven straight years. Among his 2020 stakes winners, you'll find the likes of the brilliant grade one winner Guarana and the Kentucky Derby candidate Major Fed. And listen to this. Lifetime, he has signed 12 grade one winners, 9 millionaires, and an amazing 17% to win a place in stakes. You'll find yearlings by the great ghost Sapper at the sales and also yearlings from the first crop by his leading money-winning son, Shaman Ghost. Shaman Ghost won grade one stakes on the West Coast. Grade 1 stakes on the East Coast, earned over $3.8 million, and was elected to the Canadian Hall of Fame after being voted champion 3-0 and winning the Queen's Plate. So be sure to inspect those first crop yearlings and those by his Hall of Fame sire. For more information, get in touch with Ken Wilkins or Donald Wells, a couple of nice guys over at Adina Springs, Kentucky, 859-987-1798, and the website is Adina Stallions.
0: WWTFAM Georgetown Lexington WTF Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app Now number one for podcasting
2: Want unlimited access to pedigrees for more than two million folds, Then Brisnet.com's American Produce Records is for you. Updated in real time and available on demand, go to Brisnet.com/APR. Optimized for tablet and mobile, Brisnet.com's APR online is the place for instant access to a wealth of information on nearly every North American thoroughbred dating back more than a century. Race records, public auction prices, pedigree statistics, and more—all included for $275 per year. Visit brisnet.com slash APR and discover why the APR has been the choice of bloodstock and racing professionals for generations and why a new generation is using APR online.
3: Makairo Prince is a leading third crop sire by stakes winners and graded stakes winners. He has 20 stakes horses, 9 stakes winners, all from his first two crops. Current yearlings are his strongest yet. Most recent stakes winners are Kariba, Winner of the $200,000 Caress Stakes at Saratoga. And Dean Martini, winner of the Grade 3 Ohio Derby. He's a multiple-graded stakes winner by Pioneer the Nile. <clears throat> Excuse me. Creative Cause's current yearlings are also his best crop to date. He's had 14 stakes winners, a Grade 1 winner and a millionaire, 29 stakes horses. Creative Cause is a Grade 1 winner by John's Causeway a sat 11 Grade 1 winners, 30 to win a place in Grade 1 stakes, and the earners of $50 million.
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
1: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd, were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Summerfront is side high class winners at the current Saratoga meet, including Speak to Me of Summer, winner of the Grade 2 Lake Placid. He has four stakes winners three graded, two more to place in stakes, in, and uh, one graded, in his first crop of three rolls. Summerfront's a multiple graded stakes winner, and he's by war front. The first by upstart at 2 years, and he's a side of reinvestment risk who gained rising star status in his first start at, on August 1 at Saratoga after he won first time out by seven and three-quarter lengths. He's also the side of Lady Gold Start, maiden winner, special winner, in her first start at Ellis Park on August 13 of Baytown Bear. He won a maiden special at Indiana Grand by nine and three-quarter lengths. He's headed to stakes and uptown. In three starts, he's been second in two stakes. Pinnockers like, take note that Upstart's two-year-olds has sold for up to 600000 this year. Upstart's a multiple-graded stakes winner of over $1.7 million, but flatter. So watch for sales hearings by the Airdrie stands, and for more information, call Cormac. Cormac's at 859 and the website
4: is AirdrieStud.com. <laughs> You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis.
3: All righty. Well, we're starting the second hour, 15 minutes late. (laughs) We're starting the last 45 minutes of the show. I've got Steve Moody, who is the author of the Saratoga Handicapper Sheet. And uh, what's the feature up there today, Steve? The four-star Dave, isn't it?
9: That's right, Ursula. four-star Dave is today, and then uh, Diana is tomorrow.
3: Well, have you handicapped them both already?
9: Uh, yeah, actually, I have. Well, let's um, do both. The four-star Dave today is the ninth race. Uh, of course, this is a Grade One, four hundred thousand uh, dollars, one mile on the on the turf for three-year-olds and up. Uh, and um, you know, it seems like Chad Brown has won every turf race at Saratoga. Uh, multiple times but uh, I think I saw somewhere where he has never won the four star day but he's going to he's going to have four chances out of today he's got four runners out of the nine in uh in this race uh, Bill Mott's got a couple and uh so it's um going to be uh, who can beat uh, Chad Brown apparently uh, I settled <laughs> on the one horse uh, uh Raging Bull uh, this is a uh, French uh, French bread that um, was a very close second in this race last year, and then uh, his most recent start was in the Grade One uh, Maker's Mark Mile at Keeneland, where he just got beaten uh, neck in, uh, in there. He's come out of that race and worked well uh, for uh, Chad Brown and figures to move forward off of that uh, tightener, uh, Joel Rosario. Uh, who's having an uh, outstanding meet up there? Is, uh, keeps the uh, keeps the mount on him today. Uh, he should be able to save ground on the inside and then uh, swing out to uh, make his run when they get to uh, the head of the lane. But it's a uh, it's a very well matched group. Uh, a couple others to look at in here. Another uh, of the brown runners, the eight horse without parole. Um, he was, uh, he finished behind Raging Bull, uh, last time out, and he'll try to, uh, he'll try to, uh, turn the tables today. He's got, uh, he's got good speed. He figures to be up either on or very near the lead, uh, from the start. Um, then you got the, uh, the six horse, uh, uh, Uni, of course, is, uh, uh, was very well bet, uh, first time out, making, making his uh, 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 first race of the year uh, last time out, but uh, came up a bit short. Probably needed the race and uh, uh, figures to, uh, uh, to move forward in here. A um, couple others to look at is the five horse, Halliday. Uh, he uh, tired a little bit late making his return to Saratoga. For uh, Todd Pletcher, probably needed that race as well. Uh, ought to be able to move forward. Comes back off of, been off just about four weeks, uh, twenty-seven days, and uh, he figures to move forward today for Louis Saez, who's been really hot lately. Won uh, five races uh, the day before yesterday, uh, so uh, he's one that you have to look at. And then, of course, uh, got Stormy, the the uh, very nice mare that. Uh, She'll be trying the uh, boys again today. She goes for Mark Cassie, and uh, she's one she have to look at as well. So extremely well-matched group in the four-star Dave. Uh, Chad Brown, four chances. I'm going to go with, with uh, one of his, and that's the one-horse Raging Bull. We'll go 1-8-6 uh, uh, in the four-star Dave. Uh, okay. You mentioned tomorrow is the uh, – is Diana – um and that you've got the return of uh of uh, sister Charlie in there she she came back earlier in the meet and was beaten uh at a short price uh in there and she'll probably move forward off of that race. she'll have to contend with uh, uh rushing fall uh so you've got uh. Again, you got uh, uh, Chad Brown with uh, two with uh, two runners in there. Rushing Fall was uh, second in the Diana last year. Uh, her last start was a win in the Jenny Wiley at Keeneland, and oh, uh, so, uh, if she moves forward off of that race, she's got a uh, a good chance to repeat. She's got uh, she has excellent speed. She can go to the front if uh, if no one uh, wants to. If or if somebody's uh, bound to determine to go to the front, she can be rated, but in this field, I kind of expect her to go to the front and uh, under uh, Javier Castellano and uh, challenge her rivals to, uh, to come and catch her. So she's my top choice in there. Sister Charlie second, Starship Jubilee, uh, the four horse for uh, uh, Kevin Atard uh, third. So, Going uh, three, three five four in the Diana uh, tomorrow.
3: Very good, very good. I need two winners desperately. <laughs> right, of course. This is Steve Moody, and he is the uh, longtime author of not only the Thurberd, uh, the uh, Saratoga handicapper sheet, but he does Gulfstream in the winter, and he does uh, Kentucky too, uh, mostly Keeneland <laughs> and Churchill Downs. I do believe that's it. And you yeah, can pick we'll there
9: we'll have one more week at Saratoga or so and then I'll switch over to Churchill for the uh what what is a, what's what's going to be Derby Week uh in in uh, uh so um we'll have we'll have that and then uh we'll have the races from Kentucky Downs uh, okay, after good. that and then Churchill starts back again. I think on the uh Something like the maybe the sixteenth or seventeenth of uh, September, something like
3: that. Okay.
6: Wonderful.
9: Yeah. All
3: righty. Well, you. thank you so much. And if you want a uh, that Saratoga handicapper sheet, uh, just go to brisnet dot com b r i s n e t dot com. Or you can pick up a copy copy up out at, at the Red Mile. And uh, thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Ursel. Well, Flatter's done about all you could ask. As a sire, sire two champions, five millionaires, going on sixty stakes winners. Matter of fact, a rock solid. Fourteen percent of his runners are in black type. And his sire's versatile runners. They went on dirt. They went on grass. They went on artificial. They went at distances up to and including a mile and a quarter. The Eclipse sword winner West Coast earned over five point eight million. And numbered among his wins was the historic Travis. A.V.'s Flatter earned nearly 600000 won the seven Award as champion 2 old Philly in Canada, came to Kentucky and won graded stakes right out here at Keeneland, Flat out, twice won the Grade 1 Jockey Club Gold Cup. Also, he won the Grade 1 Cigar Mile. He earned more than $3.6 million. Terrace won the Grade 1 Humana Distaff and over a million. And we can go on and on, but, you know, it's just a two-hour show. And you pinhookers take note. His two-year-olds have sold for up to 600000 this year. Horsemen respect Flatter. Well, they should. Flatter is by the great AP Indy out of a superb producing daughter, the great Mr. Prospector, and he stands at Claiborne. Don't miss his yearlings at the sales. And for more on the stands over at Claiborne, call Bernie Sams, eight five nine nine eight seven two three three zero, 2330 And the website is com.
6: And another great company here in Paris, Bourbon County is the Hopewell Company. The insurance company, they're an insurance agency. They've been taking care of our business since 1985. (laughs) And they've been in business since 1955, which means they're doing it right. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in business since 1985. It's family operated and owned, and they've got, of course, they've got a lot of experience. It's this horse country and they know what they're doing. They cover all our stuff plus our liability, and they're right there whenever we need them. They're great business people, and the best coverage at the most competitive prices because they are an independent insurer. They are not tied to a particular insurance company. So they shop around for you and find what, you know, best stuff from the best people. So, they'll give you a no cost, no obligation review of what you got now. Call Ted or Jody McLean in Paris. I'm going to give you the Paris number because it's easy. Paris is always, almost always, 987 2347. Get great service, guaranteed.
4: Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. All right, well,
3: Dr. Brian Waldridge does a weekly vet segment, just just staggered in here. Looks like he's asleep over here on the left. <laughs> How you doing, Doc?
8: Oh, I'm well. Philly went late this morning, so I had to get her squared away.
3: Oh, oh, he's got a Philly in training.
6: We'll be back. Next week we're here, and then we're at Old Friends Derby Day, and then the next week after that we'll be back at the training center. Oh,
8: very exciting. So that'd be easy to. Yeah, so get across.
3: We got one more week here, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then then. Then. Derby day, and then back Derby. at the training center. So you won't have to drive so far. Oh, that's that's a good drive. It's it's a nice.
8: Is drive. Is
6: Greenwich open?
8: It's open. I think the detour is gone because I don't see the signs anymore.
3: Well, they had.
6: Now that was the detour in Ferguson. Ursel came home yesterday and said Greenwich was going to be closed. Yeah, they
8: paved a lot of spots. That well, may be what did. it was.
3: There's oh, I think fresh it leave. finished? Wow. I, I, I can't
8: tell.
6: When They <laughs> pave spots. That means you. Did you come
3: there. across Ferguson?
8: No, sir. I came um, uh, Russell Cave. Oh, that oh,
3: way. oh, oh, Russell Cave. Is
8: that what it is? It comes out by the store by Yeah, Bell. that's the Russell Cave. Yeah, the store's closed. Way. So I come that way. Store's yeah.
6: closed.
3: That little store up there to the Centerville. Isn't it? Didn't you oh, tell me?
6: Centerville. He said. Jot him down. What he does is leave the training center and turn left on Ironworks. Go, that jot him down, and turn right.
3: Oh, okay. And you got you came all the way through on Greenwich. You I got, did. Okay. Well.
8: So they paved some spots. That must be what you hit yesterday.
3: Yeah, they were. I've started across there yesterday, and I was the last car to get through.
6: <laughs> when they paved the spots, that means you're not going to get a full paving job this year.
8: No, there's there's uh, about twenty of them here and there,
6: I uh. would guess. Okay, we'll see how they do if we have a bad winter. How's the Philly mayor? How's the mayor?
8: She's doing well. Just let her get some time off. And hopefully, get in. Get Are you going to turn her
3: out or just unwind her a little bit? And She's going
8: to go to Anthony's farm okay. and uh, get some turnout. And then he has a, a gallop slate out that's on grass and uphills and downhill. And oh, that's great. Let her get some uh, grass time in. Get mm-hmm. used to some grass with hills.
6: Yeah, that's good.
8: Hopefully, not be too surprised if we get Kentucky downs or what.
6: I know. The thing about see. hills, what drove me crazy is when you go up them, you got to go down them, and I don't like galloping downhill. I didn't used to mind it, but in, as I got older, uh-uh, I didn't like that so much. So, but it is good. Sure does build up their back muscles and stuff.
3: What's going on in the world of veterinary medicine?
8: There was a. Really interesting article uh, that came out on um, early pregnancy losses. So, you know, that slip mm-hmm. early, and they looked at um, up to 65 days, if I remember right, was, was the how long they looked at these pregnancies. And they looked at 55 of them that had slipped. So they had some fetal tissue and placenta and all, which, you know, pretty fair number because a yeah. lot of times you don't find those things. You know, right. you can't ever find them. And I thought it was really interesting. They went – and looked at how many chromosomes were in those aborted feti, and they found that in 22 percent of them there were abnormal their, their uh, chromosome number was abnormal Really and when they and even more interesting, when they looked at that in humans, that number compares with humans also really? uh, and, and so they
1: with the lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
8: what happens with um like with eggs and sperm and all when they divide you, know, you get half from the mother half from the father right and so that cell has to well pretty much literally pull itself uh, in half right and put half well what it, genetics in one and half in the other make two cells and sometimes that doesn't go right so either you get two copies of the uh, chromosome or you get no copy of the chromosome and so when they went and looked they found those mutations in these feti, and they had a—I think it's three or four of them. They had photos of the of the little uh, fetus, and you know, they were—they looked grossly abnormal. You know, they didn't look like they should. Yeah. Because you know normally that looks like a small horse. You know, by yeah. that stage, by two months or so. So interesting that that's twenty you know, percent of, of th- those cases they looked at were the reasons for. Uh, early pregnancy loss.
6: So there's nothing you can do about that. There's That's just a do, mistake, right. a little nature mistake.
8: Right, and just you know, for whatever reason when the cells are formed, they just don't split right and you I get a uh, uh, huh. chromosomal abnormalities and, and um yeah, I just thought that was huge because you know that happens and everybody just kind of shrugs their shoulders and wonders why it happens, you know, but at least in 20% they found that, was and the you colonism. said
6: twenty percent is what it runs in humans.
8: It's about the same number. Wow! So I thought that mammals. was interesting. I wonder
6: about other mammals. That's pretty. I
8: wondered that too. You know, I'm sure probably other than humans, nobody knows. Yeah. But you know, comparing it to uh, the human numbers, it would just say that th- those, I guess you'd call it a mutation, that those mutations happen about twenty percent of the time.
6: How big is the little fetus at two months?
8: It's it's pretty tiny. You know, I mean, it's tad po- inches, tadpole, tadpole. Mm-hmm. You know, tadpole.
6: Yeah, real little. They're, they're,
8: they're pretty small, and that that's why you don't
6: usually see them, you don't you know. see them. That's why you don't see
8: them. They're just so small. Now,
6: when they slip like that, does the sack that they're in slips too, doesn't it?
8: It does. Yeah, the right. whole
6: thing comes out. The whole thing so comes out. So what you've out. got is a clean mare, hopefully, right. that you can breed back.
8: And they looked at that, and they found that um, most of those mares— especially the ones that had uh, three copies of the chromosome they bred back and did fine what what determines whether that mare will come back the same year we can breed her back the same year is um, the placenta and everybody knows it kind of looks like a like velcro when it comes out and there's little things called endometrial cups which are kind of where the placenta sort of attaches itself to the to the uterus and once those endometrial cups have formed which happens around day um, 60 or so uh, 65 or so then usually you've lost that season oh because those things can be persistent and they'll go ahead and shed those but they produce progesterones and things that say okay let's stay pregnant so the mare doesn't cycle back Ah, So you. usually once you get to about 60, 65 days, you've probably lost that year. Wow. Just because the placenta has made those endometrial cops. What
6: about that? What What about the other 80%? Any kind
8: of ideas? No, you know, some of those are just, you know, potentially you could have cervical. Uh, that, that's one of the ones we t- we'd think about would be if there's a cervical, a mare has a cervical tear you know, the cervix is the last line of defense, and so if there's a tear, their cervix doesn't seal right, and then bacteria can get in there. Oh. That would be one thing you'd worry about. Um,
6: Does that knock out the breeding season?
8: If she needs surgery, and if she's oh. enough where she's slipping pregnancies, you'd need wow. to do surgery on her, because you know, the, the cervix should look like, a pregnant mare should look like your coned hand, like if you cone your fingers up. And so you can think if there was like a tear in there,
0: ah, then yeah. that
8: doesn't seal right. and bacteria could potentially get in there. How about hmm. that? So that would be one of the things you'd worry about. Yeah, That, that would come to mind anyway. That would be one thing. Okay, you'd yeah. when
6: you're looking at a mare, are the danger points. Okay, mares, what, 11 months. They gestation, more or less, 11 months. So if you get through eight weeks, 12, uh. Eight weeks plus, you're pretty good. Most Hopefully. of that stuff happen early. <laughs> they're,
8: they're, like when I think of, because I one of my favorite things is high risk pregnancies and uh, the the things that happen along the way is when the mare first gets pregnant. Up until 17 days, the little embryo at that time, you know, it's a, a yep. little bubble. It floats, it floats all around, around the uterus, and up until 17 days, then it sticks down
6: now that's a plus
8: so that's that's kind of stop number one (laughs) you know baby's got to be able to attach right and it's still not that well known they call it recognition of pregnancy when that mare kind of knows okay i'm pregnant and then all the hormonal changes occur but maybe that's the time or somewhere around there yeah so the baby's got to stick down and then Hopefully, pre- hopefully one baby sticks down at 17 right. days. Yeah. Then you know, somewhere around 30, um, uh, 35, 65 days, then you start to get endometrial cups to form.
6: Yeah. And then... You get through that part.
8: Then you got to get through that part. And then the last half to third of pregnancy is rapid fetal growth. So if a mare had fibrosis in her uterus or or, or, which is usually the cause of it but if she had fibrosis in her uterus where she's not able to supply that growing baby right then as that baby starts to grow the demands for energy and blood and all that increases then she can be more likely to abort there and usually herpes if it happens happens in the last trimester kind of see um,
6: a lot of hurdles
8: a lot of things
3: well, if you're looking for a runner like two-times Breeders' Cup champion *Miz Direction, a champion two-year-old, a Breeders' Cup champion Flotilla, a grade-one winner Mass Trass, a grade-one winner Ultima Eagle, a grade-one winner Midships, a grade-one winner Full Mass, grade-one winner Sailors Valentine, grade-one winner C. Divine, grade-one winner Literus, and check out the and Mass Yearlings at the sales. I'd be happy with a runner like 2020 Stakes winner Killebeck's Captain, He's earned over 572000 won a total of six stakes and placed in a grade one. A galleon mass, he's upped his earnings to over 650000 this year, won a total of six stakes, placed in graded stakes. They're two tough, versatile runners, typical of the type of mis- and Mass is sent to the races year after year. Horsemen respect mis- and, mass, and That's why the two-year-old mis- and Mass sale, uh, two two-year-olds in a, mis- uh, in a sale, uh, by Miz and Mass earlier this year. Only two in a sale, incidentally. Went for 130000 and and 100000 And he's also well-known abroad, where he sired a strong list of high-class stakes winners, including a champion two-year-old and a classic winner. And if you want to black-type your marriage produce record, send a marriage to Miz and Mass for 2020. He sired 13% black-type runners. And his fee is a bargain 7,500 stands and nurses. called Leaf, Sarah, or Garrett. eight five nine two seven two seven six two nine, And the website is... Juddmont.com Well, you can add four more stakes to the list of stakes won this year by horses raised on products of McCauley Brothers. Uh, let's see, through Friday, uh, 89 stakes, 53 graded stakes, eight of them grade one, a great record considering the lack of opportunities this year. Last weekend, the $150,000 Pegasus at Monmouth was won by Pneumatic, bred and owned by Winslow Thoroughbreds, raised on their Corinthia farm. The CTT and TOC stakes at Del Mar was won by Maximum Rate, bred by Fred Hertrich II and John Feeling, raised on Watercrest farm. The Revenge stakes at Monmouth was won by Shallan, bred by Dr. John Griggs and Linda Griggs. On Wednesday at Saratoga, the Bolton Landing Stakes was won by Toby's Heart, bred by Trackside Farm, that's Tom Evans and Pam Clark. And uh, yesterday in Ireland, the uh, So Wonderful was her name, bred by Orpendale, Chelston, and won and raised on a- at Ashford Stud, won the M.D. Um, O'Shea son and Sons Vincent O'Brien Ruby Stakes. We'll just call it the Ruby Stakes, anyway. it won it. Congratulations to all from the friends of the Macaulay brothers. It's the goal of McCallies to manufacture the finest horse feeds in the world. In order to achieve and maintain that role, they manufacture only horse feeds. They were the first feed mill in the nation to do so, and it's a practice continued to this day, using only the finest ingredients available and applying the most stringent quality control. The results are a legend. Triple crown winners, classic winners, eclipse award winners. Too many to mention here. To learn more about the products from Macaulay's, call Mike, David, or Amy to be sure to acquire about uh, the free services available there. The number is 859 The offices are at 111 Broadway. And for sales and the website, it's com. Well, if you're lucky enough to get into the Church of Downs to see this year's Kentucky Derby, look up to the wall and read the names of the past Kentucky Derby winners. Under 2019, you'll find the name of Country House. If you would like to see Country House himself, call the folks at Darby Dan. That's where he's going to stand the 2020 season at Stud. Besides Dialed In, who saw yet another stakes winner Sunday, when his Shalon uh, increases her earnings to 971000 with a win in the revenge stakes at Monmouth. Country House, after breaking his maiden in impressive fashion, Hit the board in four straight stakes, graded stakes, the grade two Risen Star at the Fairgrounds, the grade two Louisiana Derby, the grade one Arkansas Derby, then the Kentucky Derby. Retired with earnings of $2,120,176. He's a May foal. He developed into a handsome colt. Go judge for yourself. And he's won of 63 stakes, won his 35 graded stakes, won of 13 grade one winners by looking at Lucky, a champion of two and a three, and a son of champion South Smart Strike. Country House's dam has produced two stakes winners. She's a half-sister to the graded stakes winner Breaking Lucky, winner over seven hundred and forty-two thousand. And like Country House, side by looking at Lucky, Country House's fee seventy-five hundred stands and nurses, but it's a big butt there. Uh, he's eligible for Darby Dan's popular Share the Upside program. What you need to do is call Ryan Norton. Ryan's number is 859 eight five nine two five four four two four, and the website is darbydan.com.
4: Now, back to horse tales with Urso Ellis. All right.
6: Now, uh, real quick, Ralph Quillin's looking for a customer service representative to work at the tax shop to handle, a talk to the customers, do the marketing, uh, interact with customers and all that kind. And the staff you need to have Word, Excel, and Adobe. And if you've got any market experience, that's a plus. Okay. Quillin.
3: Quillin Tack right there on uh, Main yeah. Street in, in Paris, Kentucky.
6: Yeah, and go to Quillin.com because he, they don't want to apply on Facebook and they don't want you walking walk in the store. So go to Quillin.com. I forget that part. Sorry, oh, Ralph.
3: Okay. All right. Good old Ralph.
6: Good old Ralph.
3: Yeah. We got to get him back on. All right. Let's see here. Some been some nice winners of the uh, Delmar Oaks, and one of them was Funhouse. And she was a pretty good producer. Went on, uh, as a matter of fact, she produced seven stakes winners.
6: <laughs> who was she by?
3: She was by the Doge who stood over, son of uh, Bulldog, who stood over Carter Thornton's. Well, I
6: Funhouse. You know, huh. wonder if
3: her name's You know, who's she out of? Uh, my auntie, by busy American. Oh, Funhouse. Oh, out of recess.
6: Oh, Funhouse. That, yes. Okay, it's starting to make better sense.
3: Okay, I like good Recess facts. by Count Fleet. Recess was a hell of a producer herself. Now, those stakes winners. Let's see if she produced her first foals. Funhouse's first foal was a Nilo Colt named King's Palace. He won the Camden and the Bowie handicaps. Second foal was a Yes Sir, a Philly by Sir Gaylord. Uh, she won the Fall City handicap. A third foal was Good Manners by Nazar. Won the Hagen stakes. So then she slipped. Then she had a, a coat by Never Band named Dewdrop. Drop In. Then she produced Fun Palace by Nazra. They won the Bonnie, she won the Bonny Mistakes, and she was the dam of a, of a nice stakes winner, Keen Falcon. Then her next vote was Court Ruling by Traffic Judge, stood over at the stand station, won the Hollywood Turf Invitational, grade one, the San Bernardino, and the Arcadia Handicap. Then she slipped. Then she came back. They bred her to a horse named Tom Cat. I can't remember where Tom Cat stood. He was a Tom Fool. Uh,
6: in the alley.
3: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what?
6: Yuck Yuck. I said, he stood in the alley.
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> Okay. Anyway.
6: I'm sorry, it's late.
3: right. Uh, anyway, the the she had a filly named Funny Cat by Tom Cat. She won one stakes, went second in the Salama nail Did she have anything else? Well she had one uh, a, a filly by Hawaii who placed in, good Lord, the Diana, the New York handicapped, the Bowling Springs Handicap, the La stakes steaks, uh, the Tom Flight, the Top Flight, the Santa Barbara, the mm-hmm. Demoiselle, yeah. and the Busher. Boy, was she a maiden. Wasn't <laughs> she, though? <laughs> uh, she had bad, t- bad. Uh, most of those she was second in. Oh, but anyway.
6: That's sad.
3: Well, the dam of Funhouse was uh, recessed, as I said, by Count Fleet. and She had four stakes winners, in addition to funhouse, she had court recess, but traffic.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line
1: at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.
3: Judge, won a Gulfstream Park Handicap, won a Ben ally. Uh, then she had uh, Chop House, who was by Porterhouse, son of Endeavor that stood up at the stand station. When she Won the Las Flores Handicap in the Santa Monica, won the Las Flores twice. Then she had Swoon's tune by Swoon, son, won the Junior Mistakes, ran Satan the Bewitch, equal track record out of Keeneland, uh, that would be the Beard Course. Uh, which uh, with that you know was
6: they still uh, have the beard course.
3: No, that wasn't a beard course, it was a Heedley course because it was 48 seconds, a half mile. No,
6: I didn't think don't. so.
3: And Swoonstone was a dam of swing time affiliate by Buckpasser. She won a whole hell of a lot of stakes races, too many to name here. Uh, let's see, Funhouse uh, Recess was also the dam, uh, no, she was a grand dam of Bag of Tunes, but. By herboget herbagger, as, as they used say. to say, he was by imported herbagger. <laughs> anyway, she won a Kentucky Oaks. and <laughs> And you know, you go back through the stakes one of those Cormorant, he was you know, he was heck of a race resource himself, a pretty good side then. So It's Queen of Song and one of V, uh, it's it's one of those families. It's, it's kind of an unbelievable family. The more you go, the better it gets. There's Mom's Command, it was the champion, one the Acorn, the Mother Goose, the Alabama, the Salamon, the Astorita, and the, the Comely. Mom's Command was from that family. She was by top Command, if I recall. Formidable lady. A Silver Hawk filly. Was a really good filly. Greatest stakes winner. Top. What a great family it was, anyway. But. You don't find many mares that produce seven stakes winners. i like to have one of them. I'd like one just to just have seven winners.
6: There you go.
3: <laughs> Never did that either, did we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Well, Tamakuz uh, won the grade one Breeders' Cup mile at the direct expense of Gunrunner and Accelerate. Earned over $1.8 million. He's by the superior sire Spitestown, an emerging sire sour of sires. He's out of a mare that's produced two grade one winners. That in itself is more than enough to recommend him as a young side with great potential. Now, add to those qualifications that his first two-year-olds are coming out running. Through last weekend, Tamakuz has four that have started. Two have won. A third has placed twice, and the fourth turned in a credible but green performance in her first start. Tamakuz was a brilliant miler. He won four greatest stakes at that distance. It's noteworthy that his first two-year-olds were precocious because, you know, look for his yearlings out at the sales. And also the first crop yearlings by the beautifully bred Mohamed, who won his first five starts, four of them grade two stakes, earned over $998,000. Mohamed is by champion sire Tappet. He's a full brother to two graded stakes winners, half-brother to the sire of grade one stakes winner maximum security and fighting mad, great sire, pedigree, And he's siring knockout individuals. Go out and look at them. You'll like them. For more information on the stands over at Shadwell, Call Kent Barnes at 859-224-4585, and the website is sadwellfarm.com. All right, let's talk about some real estate. And uh, you can't do that without talking about Hill and Regan Parker. They're in the real estate business. They're horse people first. Real estate business second, but that's neither here nor there. They've been in the real estate business for over 12 years. They, they know what they're doing. They got a nice place here, for sale over in Shady Lane Farm in Woodbine, Jackie. See what you think of that.
6: In Midway? Midway. Yes, Midway. $1,100,000. 401 Shady Lane. Who named that? That's pretty interesting. Anyway, Gently Rolling Turnkey Horse Farm in a fantastic location off US 60. 40 acres Uh, one mile from US 60, close to I-64. The house has four bedrooms, three baths, nice kitchen. Three bedrooms on the first floor, so that's nice. Breathtaking scenery, overlooking an oversized pond. Very nice. 12-star, 12-stall block barn with separate septic. Now, how about that? You got your own septic going out there. Anyway, it's really, really nice. Uh, they have horse barns, tobacco barns, run-in sheds, an office, number of stalls, horse stalls 17. They got juice, they got natural gas. Ooh, they got natural gas, that's pretty good. Anyway, the house is really nice, of course. Uh, dining room, family room, fireplace, central air, all that good stuff. 40 acres in Woodford County, Northside Elementary, that's, that's a good buy, 40 acres for
3: Yeah, if you want, want to take a look at that place, you need to call Hill and Regan Parker at uh, 608-8039 and go to the website, which is lexhorsefarms.com. Really nice people, great people to do business with. They know what they're doing. You know, you, they really, if you're buying or selling, they, they work real hard for you. Make sure it's done right. Can't ask for any more than that. That's
4: Hill and Regan Parker. LexHorseFarms.com You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis.
3: All right, well, let's take a look at a couple other Del Mar Oaks winners. at us see, Desert Trial won it in 1966, and she was not a bad uh, producer herself. Her first foal, well, it was her second foal. First foal was by Asagai, was a winner, Philly. Asagai was a grass champion, by the way. Very nice horse. The second foe was Desert Vixen, but in reality, she was a champion. Champion at three, champion at four. Won a Beldame twice. Won the matchmaker, of the Alabama, Delaware Oaks, the Mammoth Oaks, all those grade one. whole bunch of minor greatest stakes. <laughs>
6: I remember that one.
3: Oh, she was a good mare. Yeah, she was, was a foal in 1970 famous. by in reality. Uh, then she, uh, a 19 fold of 72, 1972 was valid appeal. Another in reality, he won the Dwyer. Uh, then later on, uh, 1976, she had a classic trial by in reality, won uh, the Calder handicap. And the next year, 78, she had a court trial by in reality, won the Needle Stakes. So uh, she had one, two, three, four stakes winners. She was quite a, quite a mayor herself, herself, besides the Mayer Oaks, she won the Ramona handicap. Ran third in the Belmont Derby against the Colts, and she was by a horse named If nobody's going to remember named Moslem Chief. Got was that by, right. By Alibi out of up the hill by Jacopo. Jacopo, out of America, a mare Desert Trial was out of a Scotch Verdict by Al Sab. That was a brilliant racehorse. She was by Good Goods out of Wind Chain.
6: Famous yeah, Al Sab was Mr. famous. Mr. Tom
3: Pipe bred him. Race for Al Sabbath. Beat, beat away in a match race. What oh. a good racehorse he was. Anyway, uh, so that was uh, that. was that. And uh, let's see, well, there's a trial. She was also the dam of Kilts and Capers by National, who won the Monmouth Oaks. And she was a good producer herself. She won the uh, Stube, was her name, S-T-U-B, but in reality, she won a grade one sorority the Arlington, Washington, Lassie. And it's one of those really, really nice families. You look down through there, and it's, you know, there's memory garden by Bowl Bitter, One, one stakes and, and uh, golden dahlia. And let's see, who else is that remote ruler by King Emperor? Won the golden rod out a Churchill. The real girl, but in reality, won the politely. We bred a winner, the politely, Jackie.
6: Yes, we did.
3: Yes, we did. I, one main claim, the main, main claim to fame, I guess. He called it fame. Secrets Out by Royal Saxon. Don't ask me where he stood. Florida, I guess. She wasn't a bewitch. And let's see. In 76, a filly named Gold March won the Delaware Oaks. She's got an interesting pedigree. Uh, Let's see what kind of producer she was. Pretty damn good. The first photo was Tango Dancer by Unconscious. And Tango Dancer was uh, one of the great one Hollywood Oaks. And uh, she she was ancestors, of a whole bunch of nice stakes winners. And you go down, she was uh, out of Ma- Marky Made, who was by Marqueewell. Sounds like uh, Marqueewell, of course, by Bo Lee out of Markell. And the second dam was Nina Bruja, by M. Bruja, an archer, bred champion. And, um, she was a full sister to Negro Monte. Negro Monte was an imported champion, and he was a sour candy spots.
6: Where was he imported from? Do you remember?
3: Argentina. Ah. Yeah. See, um, I
6: love candy spots, and I was sure Candy Ride would be related to candy spots, but it's not. Yeah. So I've been schooled. Thank you.
3: Yeah, well, Nina Bruja, in addition to... Go March, she was the dam of Sharpsburg, for, uh, he was the son of Alibi, one of McLennan, Won the Narragansett Special, the Valley Forge, the Diamond H. It's, a, it's a really an interesting kind of family. And uh, I had run across the name Nigromonte in the years and how I remembered it was a Candy Spots Sour.
6: I guess that's I why it rang a bell with me because I was a big Candy Spots yeah. fan. I just, I just loved that horse. All righty. All right, before we go, I've got Dr. Waldridge is taking clients. We've got days. about
3: three minutes here, I think. 361
6: 3220. 361 3220. Should we see how many times I can say that in three minutes? 361 3220.
8: You gotta be like those legal commercials. Right?
6: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Got to write a jingle to it, I
6: guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, Doc's numbers is 321-3220. So there. Yeah. Did you do Spendthrift?
3: I don't know. Did I?
6: I don't think so.
3: Oh. Well, Sunday at Ellis, sitting on goal, a two-year-old quote from the first crop I brought his cause. Stormed an eye-catching four-and-a-half-length win in a maiden special, sitting on goal. Races for the same older trainer, team of all-world family, stable, and day of Romans. They campaign Brodie's cause. He's the third winner from Brody Cause's first crop. One, another one is Gertha, a maiden special winner at Del Mar, came right back and ran second by neck in a grade two best pal. Got beat by Wesson, a colt from the first crop by a bomb. who, like Brody's calls, stands over at Spinthrift Farm, the Breeders Farm. He's also the sire Gospel Way, when a first time out of a maiden special at Woodbine, came right back, and placed in a hundred thousand dollar Victoria stakes. A fourth starter from the first crop by Brody's calls is Calypso placed in a maiden special in her first start at Del Mar on August the 15th. Brody's cause won a grade one Claiborne Breeders Futurity, placed in the grade one Breeders' Cup Juvenile, came back to win a grade one Bluegrass as a 3-0, earned over $1.2 million. He's by champion sire Giants Causeway. He excelled around two turns, bodes well for a great future that his two-year-olds are coming out running. So he stands at the Breeders' Farm, Spencer Farm. For more information uh, on the stands, called Dez. Brian or Mark, 859 and the website is
4: spinthriftfarm.com. Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. Yeah, I, I can't have
3: too much time left now. We'll be
4: hearing Dale and Roy riding
3: off into the sunset.
6: No, they ride up the driveway.
3: Right
8: they're coming
6: up the track. Here, listen.
3: They're coming now. They're coming now. <laughs>
6: they're coming now. <laughs> 361 you hear them?
3: <laughs> yeah, I hear them. Well, yeah, they are. I can just barely hear them. Speak up, Dale. <laughs> Dale sings the lead. I
6: always thought that was funny. All Before right, we'll
3: see you all next week. <laughs> and we'll still be here one more week. And then week after that for the Derby, we'll be at the throw at uh, Old Friends. So thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next time we're on the air.
9: Capital
0: One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card.
4: Hey, cat surfers! We've got nonstop tunes to keep you rocking while you work. Oh, and Colleen, yes, you Colleen with a K, your free trial of Movie Plus ends tomorrow, and your card may be charged. Do you want to continue or cancel?
0: So meet Eno. Capital One Assistant. Eno looks out for surprise charges, like when free trials expire, and helps if you need to fix them. Eno. Another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Limitations apply. Everyone
1: gets a family welcome at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Save up to 50% across the store. Shop for him, her, Junior's, home, and more because there's something for everyone. Plus, we're giving you one of our best coupons for even more savings. An extra 30% off in-store or online at jcp.com. On the go, pick up your order curbside. We're sharing the love. So, come in this Thursday to Sunday. JCPenney. Offer ballot 820 to 823. Conditions and exclusions apply. See you store or jcp.com for details
7: let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise they love Pepsi zero sugar why because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar how's that for not compromising they're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf and the drink with their feast yeah they have a Pepsi zero sugar the person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle all the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle and when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk they bring a Pepsi zero sugar